educator and creator of the dream method. I am here to guide you to your dream life and business. Get ready to get real as we pull back the business curtain, share tools, experiences, and the nitty gritty, not so pretty of building the life and business of your dream. Let's get real, shall we? Hello, and welcome back to On The Real. Guys, I am sweating. (laughs) I am sweating. My heart is beating. I have felt very drawn to share this. Probably going to get emotional. Um, And I don't know why. I'm not sure why now is the time to share this. I honestly wasn't really ever planning on sharing this part of my story. But I feel it is important. Um, and there's something inside of me telling me that this needs to be shared. Um, and I hope that it will give you the strength and the permission and whatever it is you need right now to be able to go after whatever is calling you. We are in a beautiful age of existence where we have the ability to build our own dream lives. We have the ability to do the things that we love for what, whether that's just for a hobby or if you want to monetize it and create a business, we have the ability to create quite literally whatever we want when it comes to business. If you are in a place in business right now, or maybe you're just starting out, or maybe you're in a pivot and you're looking around and you're like, everyone is doing what I want to do, or I can't do that because she is already doing it, or any sort of narrative that you have that is stopping you from moving towards that thing that you feel that you are called to do, this episode is for you. And if you're not feeling that way, also please listen, because hopefully there will be some tips in here. Um, Maybe you can learn some things from my personal story to apply to you in your reality right now, or maybe this will help you in the future. So there's someone else doing what you want to do. Why can't you do it? Are you worried that someone else is going to see what you're doing and say, Hey, I've already done that. You can't do that. How dare you copy me? I want to tell you a little bit about the story that held me back from stepping into my power to create what is actually my dream life now and my dream business. I've never told this story before, definitely not in this capacity. Um, And before we dive fully into the story, I want to back it up and tell you about my first ever business coaching experience. So if you do not know, I, well, I can, I still consider myself a business mentor and less of a coach and more of a mentor and educator at this point, uh, because I have actually stepped out of it's June. Um, so I've officially stepped out of the one-to-one coaching model in my own personal business. So I can extend myself in different ways to those who are building their own coaching practice. Um, but I started business coaching before I even knew that coaching was a thing. Okay. So it was early spring of 2014. So we are taking it back. Uh, my friend Alexis asked me to help her set up the back end of her blog. And at the time I had been running a blog for a few years. I was dabbling, um, on Instagram. I was starting to grow it. Instagram was starting to blow up and people were starting to utilize it 
as a way to monetize. It was less about just using it as an Instagram, right? That's the reason it started was to share what was happening in that moment. Um, and so my friend Alexis came to me and I started helping her set up her blog. Um, I remember we were working through Blogger anyone been there before? Um, so I set it, helped her set it up on the back end, how to get it all um, taken care of. I gave her advice on how to grow her following on social media. And then um, I actually sent her to a photographer friend of mine to help her create some content, which at the time it was not called content. Um, it was just photo shoots and people would take pictures of their outfits. This is like the time of where Carol Loren and Amber Fillerup and Rachel Parcell were kind of blowing up Instagram and showing us all that uh, we could monetize in that way. Um, so I had no idea that I was even coaching. And it wasn't until the spring of 2017, so about three years later, that I realized you could actually be paid to be a coach. It wasn't until the spring of 2017 that I was like, oh, people actually pay you to do this. So my background is in beauty and fashion. Okay. So as I built up my skills of building a business as a stylist, both a hair and a fashion stylist, I created a business giving people solicited and unsolicited advice. I would have them sit in my chair. We would talk about their lives and my opinionated self would go into full telling people what to do with their life. Um, and I quite literally made that a business for my fashion design as well. Um, I was a fashion stylist. And so people would say, Hey, tell me what to wear. And I'm like, I got you. And so I created and monetized a business telling people what to do. Um, and so fast forward a few years, a few jobs, a pregnancy, I stepped into single motherhood. I opened my first photography studio with my friend Ashley. And in that studio, I actually hosted many networking nights with my friends um, before I even knew that networking nights were a thing. Um, I was following my heart in all of these things before I even saw them on social media. And so I would have my friends come to these uh, networking nights at my studio. We would talk about our goals and then we would create plans to make them happen. I still didn't realize that I was coaching. Okay. It didn't make sense to me in that space. So I landed a job in summer of, that would have been 2016, that really opened my eyes to the world that was clearly knocking at my door. Um, I worked with a local influencer here in Utah and she was a local influencer and entrepreneur and I was her assistant. So I was her right hand woman. Um, and my ability to listen well and give the right advice actually helped her pivot majorly in her business to do what she felt called to do. So over the course of about a year and a half, I was able to support her in her business growth and learn a lot of life-changing things along the way. I had my eyes open to the world of coaching. It was incredible. Oh, it was so incredible. Wow. I'm so emotional just thinking about it. So I was given the coach, the title of coach inside of this organization, and I was given the responsibility of training women to become coaches. So I was doing this actually inside someone else's organization. And looking back at that experience, I see how that has set me up so much for where I am now. Um, and while I was inside of this organization, I was also building my side hustle. Um, so if you are new here, I had a brick and mortar event space, photography studio, co-working space. It was like 5,400 square feet. It was called Be More Creative Studios. 
oh, RIP to BMC. Um, and while I was building that, simultaneously supporting, um, I moved out of more of the assistant role and supported um, in the coaching and training and supporting in events. And I felt myself being called to coach more and more. But I also felt like I couldn't step on the toes of the organization that I was building. So I continued to support in-house. And then if any of my friends or anyone that I personally knew that came to me asked for coaching, I was always there to support. But I wasn't in a position to where I felt comfortable going out and coaching on my own or promoting that I was coaching on my own. And I wasn't even calling it coaching at this point. I don't even remember what I was calling it. Um, but I hit a crossroads in the fall of 2018. Now, if you have been around, um, then you know that that is about the time where I talk about the height of my stressor. Okay, so everything at this point was coming to a crossroads. I could feel that things needed to change. I was not living in my truth. I was not living to be who I was. I was not living authentically to myself. I was not living in my alignment. I was sitting in a space holding myself back from doing what I knew I was called to do. But me being me in that space of my life, all I wanted to do was be the loyal friend that was the supportive cheerleader, the one who didn't step on anyone's toes, the ones who built up everyone around me, right? I was a fall on my sword kind of a girl. Um, I was that way in my relationships. I was that way in business. In every sort of um, interaction that I was a part of, I would just fall back on my sword, right? Oh, go me. I'm so great for doing that. That wasn't serving anyone. It wasn't serving the organization that I was a part of. It was not serving me. It was not serving my marriage. So as I hit this crossroads in the fall of 2018, I knew without a doubt because of a few different personal experiences that I was being called to be a coach and I was being called to be an educator. But how dare I do that when I was working for someone who was creating something very, very similar. She was creating it in her own way. She was creating it with her methodology and with the things that she was teaching. And those were in no way the things that I felt called to teach. I felt called to teach very different things. There was obviously some crossover in things because we can have a conversation about how everyone is talking about the same things on social media. They're talking about the high vibes and the alignment and the awakening of the world because that's the reality where we are in. Okay, we are all waking up to the reality that we can build our own dream lives. And so as I was being called to be this coach, as I was being called to be an educator, and I got a very clear answer to a prayer that said, you need to coach. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I can't hide here any longer. It's time to step in. And I didn't fully step into my power for a minute after that. I had a few very hard conversations with this incredible woman that I got to learn and grow with um, over the course of about two years. And there were a lot of mixed emotions in this decision. There were a lot of mixed emotions for me to want to 
continue to do the things that I was doing and to grow in that space. But I knew I had grown as far as I could in that organization. And to be able to reach more people in my own way, I ultimately decided that I needed to break away from that organization. And it took me another six months after walking away to actually own that I was a coach. I was terrified. I was so afraid of what other people were going to think of me. Who do I think I am? I only have, I think at the time I had like 8,000 followers on Instagram. And the, the woman that I was working with had upwards of hundreds and thousands of social media followers. Who do I think I am, little old me? Who do I think I am to create this on my own? I don't have the network. Why are people going to believe me? I haven't built a multiple six-figure business. Who was I to step into this role of coach? How was I going to build from nothing? Who would take me seriously? And then I realized a few things. And these things are the things that moved me to action. So six months after leaving this organization and deciding that I was going to become a coach and deciding that I was going to build my own practice and I was going to share the things that I felt called to share. And six months after diving into the personal development tools that have now become the dream method and applying them to my own life, I finally stepped into action because of these few things. Okay, now these are the things that I want you to focus on. If you are in a place where you are feeling like, who do I think I am? I only have 500 followers on Instagram. Maybe you only have 30 followers on Instagram. And there are people with hundreds and thousands of followers on Instagram that are doing something very similar to you. I want to remind you the things that I realized for myself, the things that moved me to action. We are given gifts in this life and we are here to choose if we are going to use them or not. There are consequences for each. There are consequences if we choose to use our gifts and there are consequences if we choose not to use our gifts. We are given the choice to listen to our call or to shy away from our gifts. But let me tell you right now, if it is meant for you, it will continue to find you. It will continue to call you and it will get louder and louder until you hit that crossroads and you decide, I'm going to step into the dark and I'm going to do what I feel called to do. Even if it means losing everything. So one of the next things that moved me into action was realizing my expertise, my experience, and my gifts are not a chance. They're not just chance circumstances. I was not placed in that organization by chance. I was put there divinely. 
I was put there divinely to learn what I needed at that time from that person and any other person I was able to fortify a relationship with through that organization. Now that goes even further back, right? I started my business. I started a business. I've started multiple businesses, (laughs) but I started business and I started stepping into the role of building my own business and working for myself behind the chair as a hairstylist. Each and every interaction that I had in that space led me here. Like I said, I was giving solicited and unsolicited advice to help women better themselves. That's what I was doing even before I was coaching, even before I knew this was a viable, profitable business that I could create. That was a gift. And those interactions were not chance. Your experience your expertise, your gifts, your interactions are not chance. They are divinely led. Next, someone else doing what you feel called to do is actually proof that you can do it. Okay. If someone else is doing something and they've created a profitable business, that's proof. That's proof that it works. Will it work for you? I don't know. (laughs) That has a lot of different factors to it, but someone else doing what you feel called to do is proof that it is a profitable business. Okay. If they're, if they're a profitable business, (laughs) then you can create one as well. That means there is room in the marketplace to build. You do not see McDonald's shying away from opening up Um, new stores because there is a Taco Bell or there is a Burger King, oh, Burger King, or there is, I don't know, whatever food establishment that would be the competition of McDonald's. Actually, if you look around, more likely than not, they're across the street from each other. Okay. So this leads me to my next. Everyone has their own place, their own voice, and their own way. Okay. Just like McDonald's has its place on that corner and Burger King has its place on the other corner. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm your girl's not going to ever go to Burger King. She's going to go to McDonald's because that works best for me. But that's not to say that we don't know somebody who's a big fan of the Whopper, right? So everyone has their own place, their own voice, and their own way. That is the gift of this world, okay? We all have our own place. We all have our own voice. Our voices come from each and every experience that we create. This goes back to the experience and the interactions that we have. They are not chance. Your voice was created through your interactions. Your gifts were created through your interactions. Okay? Your voice, your way. Someone needs to hear you. This is quite literally why I created the Dream Method Certification Program. Not because I felt like I was the only person who could coach in the Dream Method. For a while, I did feel that way until I opened my eyes and I saw the potential that it is not about me being the one telling people about the method. It's about reaching the women who need the method. And that is why I built my business. This is a pillar of our beliefs in our business, that we each have our own voice and our own way of teaching it. 
we can each reach someone who needs to hear this in our own way. You and I could be doing the exact same thing and someone could be watching both of our stories and I could say something and they would take one thing from that and they could watch your stories of us saying the exact same things and they would take what they need from you because your energy, your vibe, your story is specific to you and people are going to be called to you. People are going to be attracted to you by the way that you are. And at the end of the day, if you feel called to share something, there is something bigger that is guiding you to share that. If you are living in your truth, anyone else's perception is just that. It's theirs. Only you can determine your intentions and no one can tell you shit. Okay? This right here opened everything for me. Me stepping into my truth and honoring my inner voice and allowing everyone else's perception to be just that, because that's all that's all this human experience is, is okay? We can get into all the philosophical things, <laughs> but perception is reality. Your perception is your reality. You can do, say, be whoever you want to be, and someone else is going to have an opinion about you based on their paradigm and their perception. Why are you holding yourself back based on something that someone might think, do, say about you? You have no control over the things that other people are going to do, say, or be. So only you can determine your intentions. And if your intentions are pure, and you are doing something because you feel called to it, then do it. If you are doing something because you are looking around and you are trying to copy and paste what someone else is is doing, if you are looking around and trying to copy and paste what someone else is doing, I'm going to tell you right now, you will not be as successful as them because it is not your truth. It is not true to you. I have been there, okay? I joined the MLM world. I looked around and I was like, oh, you can be an influencer on Instagram. Great. I can do that. Oh, you can have a successful boutique business. Cool. I'm going to do that. I looked around and did what I thought would be successful because I thought I saw other people creating success from it. That was not my truth. It wasn't until I stepped into my true calling that I created a profitable business because if you are living in your truth, No one can tell you shit. Last, it is not easy. It is not easy to step into the dark of doing what you feel called to do. But oh my goodness, is it worth it? There are moments now where I continue to follow the call of my soul the call of my heart, the call of my highest self, the call of the divine. And it is so hard. I am in a season of holy shit. This is so hard. And it is so scary. And I have no freaking clue how it's going to work out. But I know it will. Why? Why? because I've been here before. 
I have stepped into the dark time and time again to be able to see a light brighter than I could have even imagined. So it is not always easy, but holy hell, it is worth it. So if you are feeling called to do something, if you are holding yourself back from doing it based on fear, based on the perception of others, based on who the hell do I think I am, I need you to do a few things. One, I need you to tune into your inner self. I want you to spend some time in meditation. I want you to spend some time in journaling. I want you to spend some time in personal development to see if the thing that you are feeling called to is actually your call. I want you to be so clear that it is for you. Because if you are focused on doing what you think you should be doing or doing the things that you think will bring you success because someone else had success, you will not see the success that you desire. And if you see success, go you. It may not feel the way you want it to feel. Tune into your inner self and see if the call that you feel is yours is truly yours. And if you ask, if you pray, if you meditate, whatever that, whatever works for you, okay? I want you to sincerely ask for guidance in the direction of where you want to be. Two and a half years ago, was that two and a half years ago? Two and a half years ago, <laughs> when I hit my crossroads, when I hit my breaking point, this is the very first thing that I did. I took a step back and I said, okay, I surrender. I threw up that white flag. I was like, I cannot do this anymore. It was not disgraceful. It was actually very messy and very, very dark. And I said, God, if you're there, I don't even know if you're that out there right now because things felt real dark and real dreary. Guide me to where I am supposed to be. Guide me to where I need to serve. And it didn't come the first time. Didn't come the second time. It took me consistently surrendering. It still takes me consistently surrendering and asking, am I on the right path? And then taking a step in the direction of that path. Okay. So that's going to actually be our next. So first you're going to tune into your inner self, ask that higher self, ask that God, whoever you need to connect to, to see if your calling is meant for you. And then I want you to allow yourself to explore what following that call would actually look like. Okay, what is that actually going to look like for you? Now, this could be a visualization of sorts. This could be some sort of action plan that you set out. I want you to explore what following your call would look like and allow the resistance that could come up, come up for you. And then I want you to ask yourself how you would move through that resistance because the resistance will come. Okay, the resistance will come. And so as you explore what it could really look like and the resistance comes, I want you to find the thing deep inside of you that is going to anchor you to what you are feeling called to do. Okay. It's going to get hard. Have I said it's going to get hard yet? (laughs) Like I want you to know that building your dream life is not easy. Okay. But once you step into the dark, 
Once you start to trust yourself, once you start to heal yourself, once you start to hear yourself, it will get easier. Okay. But in the hard moments that will consistently come up, having an anchor is going to keep you to move through to the other side. Okay. I've said a few times that I walked into the dark and I came out on the light. The only thing that got me through the darkness and to the light was going through. Okay. So having that anchor to keep me fully engulfed in faith to move to the other side is what supported me. Okay. So you have to decide if it's worth going through the dark to get to the light to go through that call. Okay. If you want to get to the other side of that calling, find an anchor that's going to support you on the way. And then you need to determine and take the first step into the unknown. Okay. What is it that you need to do first? Create that plan of action. What is the very first thing that you need to do? Is it having a conversation with your significant other? That was the first thing that happened with me. I was like, Hey, Cameron, um, so I'm going to quit everything. <laughs> he was like, sorry, what? Uh, yeah, so I'm going to quit everything um, that I'm doing to make money right now. And I'm going to go build a coaching practice. But I don't really know what it's going to look like, but that's what I want to do. That was my step one. It was to take ownership of what my calling was and then create a plan from there. Okay. So what is the first thing that you need to do? Is it uh, putting in your two weeks notice at your job? One of our um, certified dream coaches, Hannah, hey, Hannah, what's up if you're listening? She decided that she was going to quit her job. Okay, so she started building what she felt called to do. She took about six months of pre-work. And then finally, she was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And she put in her two weeks notice. I think it might have been like three or four weeks notice. But she put in her notice at her corporate job. And that was her commitment to herself to really follow her call. And the space and capacity that opened up for her once making that decision was incredible. Okay. So sometimes it's the decision that needs to be made that creates the energetic um, upgrade that you need. Okay. So what is it that you need to do first? Take that step into the unknown. And the most, I'm not going to say the most important, but the last thing I want you to do, and this is actually pretty important. (laughs) I want you to trust yourself. Trust yourself that you are doing the right thing and that you are exactly, exactly where you are meant to be right now. You are listening to this podcast, not by chance. Okay. Trust yourself today because the more you trust yourself, the more action you take in the direction of where you want to go, the more trust you're going to build with yourself. And then when things get harder, because damn it, they always do. (laughs) You'll be able to trust yourself more and more. So you're going to trust yourself and never give up. That is actually a rule in our house. It's never give up. And I want you to create that rule for yourself. I want you to own that you are feeling called to something. Tune into that inner self to see if it's your calling. And if it is, allow yourself to explore what that would really look like. Decide how you're going to move through the resistance by finding an anchor, determine the first steps to take and take action. Trust yourself through every 
single step and never, ever, ever give up on yourself. It's a wild world out there, fam. And I'm pretty sure it's going to keep getting crazy. Um, but I believe truly that if you step into your purpose, if you step into your power, if you step into your call, you will be led every step along the way. I believe it because I've seen it in my own life. I've seen it in the lives of the women that I have been able to work with. You are far more powerful than you know. God, the universe, source, whoever you connect to. And maybe if you don't feel connected right now, that's fine too. They want to connect with you. They're out there. <laughs> Are we talking about aliens now? Maybe I don't know. You have more power than you know. There is a higher power that wants to show you the way. Before you came to this earth, you said, I'm going to go do this. You decided what your plan, what your purpose was. And now you get to have this incredible, hard, beautiful, wonderful, joyous, excruciating human experience to move through that plan and to move into your purpose. So my question for you right now is, are you going to wait another day to live in your purpose? I hope it's a no, but if it's a no, that's fine. We'll be ready when you are. A step in the direction of where you want to be will get you so much further than sitting and waiting. If you are feeling called in any direction, I want you to turn up that volume. Turn up the volume to that call and I want you to listen. And then I want you to take action because nothing changes without action. I want you to know that I am right here with you in the trenches. I feel it. The changes are coming. They're coming for you. They're coming for me. The evolution of self is constantly happening. And I'm honored to be a part of your evolution. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope that this was supportive for you in any way. If this episode did give you any sort of feels, please share them with me. I would love to know how this is supporting you in your life. I will see you soon on On The Real. All right, dream maker. Do you want more meditation? Do you want to move into that Zen space of your life more and more every day? Well, I have something for you. We have officially launched our dream maker society meditation station, meditation membership. This monthly membership will give you access to all of our guided meditations new meditations that are coming monthly and other resources to help you really get your Zen on head over to dreammakersociety.com. Click the link to meditation station and grab your membership for only $1 and 11 cents for your first month trial. I cannot wait to get down and Zen out with you.